Hello, welcome back to the Masonic Roundtable, a weekly program where Masons from around the world get together to talk about Masonic news and opinions in a friendly and social manner. As a reminder, the thoughts and opinions expressed here are solely the opinions of the participants and do not represent any Grand Lodge statements or positions. Make sure you keep your conversations open for the public and on the level. To interact with us, we love seeing you live every Thursday night over on Facebook or YouTube land. Uh, the chats are always fun, and remember, your chats might show up on the show, so watch yourself. As always, if you can't catch us live, check the replay or check out your favorite podcasting app. So, you know me, my name is John Rework. I'm a past master of the Patriot Lodge, number 1957, in Fairfax, Virginia. And traveling all the way from much further south in Fairfax, Virginia, Joe Martinez. Hey, Joe. Well, hello, Joe Martinez. Uh, I am in an undisclosed location, mentally preparing myself for the grand annual communication of the Grand Lodge of Virginia. So I have to go into a quiet place and center my mind for two days of the grand fabulousness. Shenanigans. Yes. And still Worshipful Master, NASA Lodge, all that stuff. Alrighty. Boom. And there's Jason. I need to remove your power. My admin access. <laughs> yes. Hey everybody, uh, Jason Richards here. Past Master Vacation Lodge number 16 in Clifton, Virginia, member of Lafayette Lodge number 79 and the Colonial Lodge number 1821 in Ohio and Washington, D.C., respectively. Nice. Awesome. And Glad to be here. Least. I don't care. Next up, Robert Johnson. <laughs> I care. As you wish, John. As you wish, As gentlemen. you wish. Yes. Uh, Robert Johnson, past master here, Waukegan 78, current sitting secretary at Space Novum Lodge, and also the secretary over at Space Novum, or uh, Waukegan 78 Lodge. Master elect. I uh, am yeah, master elect over at Space uh, Novum. So if you can come to our feast of St. Andrew and you got the invite with the link in the email, and you can come out to the restaurant here in Illinois, I'd be glad to have you. So come on in. Uh, installation. Uh, same night as the Feast of St. Andrew, so November 30th. Okay. Yeah. So Thursday night. My question was, yeah. would you and Joe overlap in your Worshipful Master duties? For a day. Yeah. One day. Yeah. One day. So that, brace yourselves, guys. The universe is just going to like implode on itself. I'm going to pass. This, all this awesomeness. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to like relight his torch. That's going to be great. <laughs> Past the no, 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 you won't. <laughs> it's not right. going to be You'll be the secretary. It'll be great. Life master <laughs> in perpetuity. All right. Uh, before we get started, I want to give a special shout out to the patrons who like crab roasts. Head over to patreon.com slash the Masonic Roundtable uh, to be a patron and supporter of the show. You guys are awesome. And as a reminder, we're rolling out a nice little chat feature where you can chat with us every day of the week. Sometimes 24 hours a day. Um, and an invitation to the secret crab roast that will be happening after the new year. Yeah. Nice. After the new year. But you know what? I'm already getting like all these little reminders and stuff that, uh, hey, it's almost time for the TMR Secret Santa. Ooh. Yeah, it's that time of year, right? All the radio stations have already cut it's, over. It's really, um, <laughs> it's actually so much fun. I yeah. really like the Secret Santa every TMR year. Thing. Me too. Yeah, you don't have to be a squire, and I like. I think the first time we did it, we just opened it up to everybody, which was friggin' wild, fantastic. <laughs> I mean, so cool. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to it because um, just the it's so weird. I mean, it's, it sounds very uh, touchy feely, but like 
there are brothers who, you know, have never met that are like sharing a little bit of love over the holidays. And I think that's kind of cool. So. And and also another thing we do in addition to the secret Santa is for those nights in our, um, you know, in our Patreon tiers, um, what we will typically do is we'll randomly select four of those nights and one each will get a special uh, goodie bag from one of us. I think we could do that again this year. Yeah. And it's not like the same stuff everybody gets, no. like not everybody, like we no. don't decide on a, on like a weird curated package. Like we know what you like. We go in, we're curating individual pieces for each person. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's personal. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the thing I like about the secret Santa. And I, I was a member of that before I even came on the show. And what I loved about it was you get to see people's, wish lists and you get a little bit you get a little view into who these people are it's like oh why didn't you want that oh why do you want that book like it's really interesting some of the things that people put up there you know outside of the regular and then you're like sonic i would also like that i would also like that on my your own wish list that's right yeah Uh, we definitely have to uh, get that started again so cool stay tuned for that um tarot card of the week it's time all right let me Oh, we lost our tarot cam banner. Okay, well, I'll pull that up anyway. Let's see what we got here. Give some focus to this. Uh, these deck I'm Where's using is the, is the Kabbalistic Tarot. Tarot cam of the week. I guess oh, yeah. tarot card of the week as opposed to tarot cam. It's it's the is it, is there any other tarot cams of the week that you're watching? Ooh, hashtag tarot cam. You should search that. Here we are talking about a roll of the crap this week. Uh, That's that's Chuck Dunning's card. The hanged man. Why is it Chuck Dunning's card? Oh, because of the limited edition uh, Esotericon tarot deck. Chuck Dunning was on the hanged. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, he was. Oh, you should do a, we should do a poll with that deck one day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Those are awesome. Next week. That's pretty funny. Uh, But let's see the hanged man, uh, obviously, suspending letting go um surrender surrender like surrender just surrender to being secretary forever yeah, and worshipful master forever yeah you oh. know and if your if your hair dangles off the top of your head and just barely touches the water you know you just you just kind of giving in to the icky you know it's <laughs> just the way it, the way it is now that's a cool um I like the hanged man. I think that's a, I think it's a cool card. It's uh, it, interestingly enough, like in the Bodhi deck, there's a lot of uh, color symbolism with it. Um, I can't remember offhand because I'm a terrible person, but I'll. I don't think any of that secret. I'll just post it in the Knights and Squires chat. There you go. Very cool. love it. All right, let's get to today's topic. So. Um, we're going to talk about a role of the craft. So if you have ever attended lodge, they do take attendance, right? And so, uh, that's not what we're talking about tonight. We are talking about a special moment that if you're a master Mason, you will have experienced at least once <clears throat> where it is necessary for a role of the craft to be called. And so as part of this process 
the secretary is doing his job to make sure that uh, named individuals are present. <laughs> and accounted for. And accounted for. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is very important for obvious reasons. Uh, so if you've uh, not experienced that, you'll have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> but and that's okay. Do, and that's all right. Because you'll at least get a biblical history lesson out of it. There you go. Absolutely. In some jurisdictions. <laughs> that's right. Yes. And some, they just made stuff up. Yeah. So what we found. So it's like an American history lesson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what's it? Um, what's, what's the line, Jason, about like Masonic history? It is like, written by. No, but like not, not from time immemorial. Right. But I just, oh, oh, yes. Uh, time immemorial is just a fancy way to say <laughs> we don't know, but this sounds good. So let's go with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, what we're going to talk about today is the breaking free from provincial Freemasonry. So as Nick Johnson would like to say that, um, the way your masonry is done, you assume is the way it's done everywhere. We are a universal brotherhood after all, right? With members around the globe. So obviously the ritual is exactly the same in every jurisdiction, right? And so I'm getting some, some head shakes there because no, and this is, a. Uh, this is fascinating. This is just one of many things where I think we did an episode about a month ago about contradictions, right? In, yeah. in masonry and how yeah. it's just, it's not always the case. And sometimes we might have different obligations. We might have different ritual language. We might have things omitted. We might have things added. And this specific part of a ritual is no different. In fact, you know, me being a Mason for 15 plus years this is probably the most Old. diverse <laughs> set of of diverging answers to to this uh, this this practice here. So, um, yeah. Before we get into that, anything else you guys want to add on this this specific section of where the the role of the craft gets called without going into you know. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, people are, you know, when we were sitting there, um, at least when I was sitting there researching it, you know, there are grand lodges that have papers about, you know, the conspirators, shall we call it, or the, the people getting called. So, I mean, that, that part itself is not a secret, right? Um, but, you know, what, what John's referring to is, like you said, during a very specific part of a degree, people are trying to figure out who's here and who's missing. And, you know, uh, there is a, a roll call of sorts. Uh, to ascertain that but yeah it's just been and i like how jason said we're gonna dip into biblical history because i think for the most part there is a trend that flows with with these people but it it diverges in some places and in some places they just don't care so you know i i've not been in a jurisdiction where like oh snooki and you know t-dog and you know where those names come up situation (laughs) you know so um you know i like we like to think that everything in masonry has meaning um or has symbolism behind it sure it's kind of hard like how we wear our aprons yes that most important we make yeah we we pick a way to do it and then we attach symbolism that wasn't there to it i will say this though because you brought up the aprons in the uh the oldest ritual that i have on my shelf, whether it's um, uh, some of the oldest don't really go into it, but I will say that like the Pike liturgies and um, the porch in the middle chamber, which is the book of the blue lodge, Scottish right degrees. 
uh, the master wears his apron with the bib turned down. Just, just letting you know, California, Virginia, and whoever else doesn't do that. Right. I mean, okay. allegedly, right? <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> yeah. That's like your opinion, oh. man. <laughs> okay. So, um, we have done some research. We've looked into a variety, a plethora of jurisdictions, as it were. Myriad. Where, um, to see if there's any consistency. And the further down the rabbit hole we go, the further uh, we get a variety of answers. Even the answers that are the same are in different order. So let's get right to it. Um, without naming specific jurisdictions, because we can't determine what is secret and what's not, we're just going to go through um, an unnamed source of, of lists, and then we'll kind of compare those lists. One common one, so the probably the largest amount of overlap that we get is that um, of the 12 people that are present, their names actually have a very strong similarity to the 12 tribes of Judah. Of Israel. Yes. Of Israel. So, and so what's, uh, what are those? I'm putting you on the spot, Joe. Oh, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> the 12 tribes of Israel yes. are... Um, oh, and just uh, I see it in the comments already. Um, yes, there were 15 total. We're oh. talking about the 12 that we're going to name. Yes. So do the math in your heads and stop putting that in the comments. We love you. Anyway, so the 12 tribes of Israel are basically the 12 sons of Jacob. So Jacob was one of the early, early patriarchs um, in, you know, the Abrahamic faiths, right? You know, it all starts with, you know, Abraham, obviously, but um, Jacob and his 12 Father sons. Father Abraham. Ham had many sons. Many sons well, had Father Abraham. Father Abraham. Yes. So I'm Jacob one of had, them, and so are you. Yeah, I never. I didn't sing that song when I was a kid. Um, but anywho, sheltered existence. Yeah, <laughs> that's for another show. As but, you were saying, so twelve tribes of Israel. So uh, Jacob actually had uh, more sons um, than twelve. These are the twelve, I guess, most popular of his kids, or the ones he liked the most. He did have a daughter as well. Um, but these were the original 12 tribes that you see referred to in the Old Testament or the Hebrew Bible um, or the Tanakh, whatever you want to call it. These are the patriarchs of the 12 tribes that um, exist as a loose society and eventually a kingdom when we get to the times of David and Solomon. So um, they each have they're each given a tribe and a plot of land when the kingdom of Israel is formed um, that are named after these tribes. So people coming from these tribes are, um, you know, they have certain characteristics. And now that I'm thinking about it symbolically, we can talk about this all day, but that's not the point of the show. So we should probably do one on the 12 tribes of Israel because like each it. tribe is known for certain things. Like one of the most uh, popular that you'll hear about is the tribe of Levi right? Levites. And that's where we get, you know, the priesthood. Traditionally, you get the priesthood in ancient Israel and things like that. So um, each tribe was uh, distinct from one another. Like they so were separate you, peoples almost. Yeah. What? Uh, okay. So when I'm thinking about this and he's like, oh, okay, so they're kind of like separated. Uh, would you say that it's not unlike a caste system? <sighs> You know what? That's an interesting question. I would have to say, um, 
if there was a if, if there was a cast system to it, it was limited to honestly, it was um, because they were all landowners, right? So the twelve tribes they each had their own plot of land. They were different in size, honestly, based on how much Jacob liked his kids, right? So, um, you know, like for example, um, it's the patriarchy. Joseph, um, which you know had a musical named after him, he had a Technicolor coat, um, yeah. all those awesome things. Um, he actually fell out of favor. And his tribe was split into two tribes. Um, you had Manasseh and Ephraim. So, um, yeah, which is uh, where we get the name of our lodge, Manasseh Lodge. Uh, absolutely right, Brother Jose. Yeah, so it is more like clans. I would say the priesthood, which were very, very important to ancient Israelite history, um, came from one of those clans, and they were obviously people of great importance. Um, that's now, where the high priests came from, about- uh, things like that. What about the clan, the McLeod clan? So, yes, the McLeod clan um, started with uh, Connor Mm -hmm. in 1492, unless you get to the TV show. Um, You know, then he has a weird cousin brother. I don't still don't know who the hell he was. Then you had Duncan. Um, And uh, he had a weird Spanish dude with a British accent. Yes. (laughs) It's 12. Twelve tribes of Israel. We have Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, Asher, Issachar, Zebulon, Joseph, and Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Right. So you may hear those as being called as members of the craft. Why? It just is right. And so um, they predate King Solomon's temple by mm-hmm. a long shot, uh, at least in the biblical uh, mythology. So. Yeah, it's just it's just odd that those names are picked. Maybe because they're just we we need twelve biblical names. Let's see. Oh, look. yeah, like <laughs> there's a group. Well, of 12. ultimately, like David and and his son Solomon were from the tribe of Benjamin, right? Uh, Judah. Judah. Oh, geez. Judah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, okay. That's so kind of important to know. <laughs> Jesus was from the tribe of uh, Benjamin. I'm going through all these old uh, exposés that I have. And uh, in particular, what's funny is like Ronanes or the ones like by Ezra Cook that you see all the time, uh, very seldom changes its verbiage. But over all the editions that I have, it's really funny. They kind of, he kind of just says the, the roles are called and the names are, it just says like some like, scriptural sounding names like in past like, make them up just make Maybe. them up jason so, uh, richard ezekiah <laughs> yeah we, we were joking about that but i was actually uh, i didn't get to finish it so there are absolutely so we have a list of all the um names based on jurisdiction and there are absolutely to robert's point some totally made up the jewish sounding names yeah. um i have there there are names that you do not find in scripture mm-hmm. um but it's uh it's it's yeah it's interesting how how these names were decided upon when people were committing their ritual to cipher book or whatever you want to call it and then so you heard the order that i read and then other neighboring jurisdictions to that jurisdiction also lists the 12 tribes but they list them in a completely different order 
Uh, they list them in alphabetical order. So that would be Asher, Benjamin, Dan, Gad, Issachar, Joseph, Judah, Levi. I oh, yeah. it was done for memorization for, purposes. Or, or just, yeah, I was thinking that too, or just to maybe be different because the, the order that you gave come that John gave the first one, starting with Reuben, that comes from Deuteronomy 27. So that's how they're listed in scripture, right? So there are quite a few jurisdictions that do it the same way because they pulled it straight from, from the page. So yeah, to Robert's point, um, those same 12 names show up in different orders and you're probably right. It is for, to make it easier to memorize. All right, so let's let's bounce around to ones that aren't as aligned to the twelve tribes, um, but yet still have many uh, famous Jewish characters or or um, uh, persons from the Bible. So we have another jurisdiction that has uh, Amos, Benjamin, Daniel, Enoch, Gideon, Isaac, Levi, Moses, Noah, Reuben. Samuel and Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego. No, they're not there. Just I, I know just I'm kidding, line. but you're right. I mean, like, so those are related, but they're not. I mean, it's, it's really, that's a wide spectrum. So that particular jurisdiction, I saw you reading off the list and we won't name them obviously, but so that one just seems disparate, right? And there's no cohesion to it. It's just, I'm just going to grab names out of, <laughs> The Bible, literally, right? Cool. Because right. we're going Moses to Noah to Shadrach to Jason's point. Where is two buddies? They're missing, but all three they came as a package. But you know, right. maybe the other two were doing something, something cooler that day. But yeah, it's kind of annoying. They um, were burned out and couldn't make it. <laughs> a terrible person. Yes, you were saying, John. Was I? So, um, yeah, so I just find it interesting, the historical spread of those, right? Because the first thing I want to do as a lightweight Masonic historian is try to see, is there some sort of Masonic relevance to that that name, right? Or did they just really completely pick it at random, right? So, a few of these, obviously, um, I think even Shadrach was one that actually, uh, was, no, it was Adoniram or Shadrach um, that actually was... Um, was Adoniram, I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking ahead, that um, who was in charge of conscript, conscripted timber cutters during the building of King Solomon's Temple. Mm. And that shows up in a different jurisdiction. We'll go to that one next. But um, yeah, so that makes sense. Because I was trying to like dig through some of these to say, is it, were they planning to have a Masonic connection or maybe even a Yorkite connection, right? To, to spread out the love a little bit to the Yorkite degrees. Well, what we didn't do, what I was actually going to ask, but we were getting so in the weeds on, on what jurisdiction said what was, you should have tried to place these in chronological order. Like, you yes. know, this is an older jurisdiction, yeah, so maybe that, the older cool. ones had the same thing, but we didn't get to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. so It's not me, necessarily me. the age of the jurisdiction, perhaps it's, it's the age of the ritual practice within that jurisdiction. Tomato, sure. tomato. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. So let me jump ahead to that one that uh, there were a different jurisdiction. Let's go to another part of the country where this jurisdiction has, uh, I'm going to really screw up the, the pronunciation. So my, my apologies. Ahishar, Adoniram. Ahishar. Yeah, sure. That one too. Uh, Ahishar, Adoniram, and Azariah, Joseph, 
Jarman, Joab, Nathan, Obed, Shalom, Talmon, Zabad, and Zimri. I always yeah, like Zabud. Zabud. The Z names pop. They really do. Well, Zabud. So, like, I think. Uh, hmm. I prefer Zadok. Zabud makes an appearance oh, that's a different in large degrees. Correct. Oh, really? And that's what I was thinking is did they try to also reach into some of the York Rite uh, scripture? Yeah, it kind of gives some continuity between. Hmm. The degrees, you know, maybe As a just continuation oh. and fulfillment of the Master Mason degree, you would say. Mm. 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 <clears throat> uh, but as I said, Adoniram listed there in that jurisdiction does have a uh, King Solomon's Temple illusion as well. So that makes sense. I'm sure we could dig through some of these, but yeah and yes to nanya uh to nanya's uh yep those same people now the york right degrees and the scottish right degrees there is a lot of similarities in some of those degrees absolutely so it's the same it's the same characters um so, you know pulled from so nanya's asking history. is the adonairo menzi but the same that appears in future degrees yep yes yeah, like not looking at the. It's not like John, where they're like, where there were like fifteen of them. Yes. Well, when you look at the roll call list of names, uh, you know, also what you'll find is that uh, names are very different in the different jurisdictional uh, areas as well, and especially like the older you get with the ritual. So, if any of you got guys are at home excuse me i have a cold uh at home and and you have access to say the scottish rite liturgies or this uh this more recent book the the porch mm-hmm. in the middle chamber that uh, de hoyos uh, put out which is really great uh super cool um light reading you know it it is light reading uh because it's not something that you're going to just blast through you know you go back to it to read a certain thing at a certain time but i would say that uh, names are certainly different you know like we might have a character uh named something specifically in a in the third degree like you know we, we have uh hiram king of tyre totally different name in uh in these older things so but also in, in these older books, there are no roll calls. <laughs> so that's interesting. Oh, so there you go. Well, to take, to take a step back for a second, I mean, we, uh, you know, when we were doing this research, like uh, I pulled a couple of different copies of emulation ritual for different jurisdictions, you know, they use emulation and there's no drama there. Right. So they don't have a specific point in time where, you know, all they say is to, to Robert's earlier point, you know, the role was called, um, but they're just sitting there. Basically you're getting it in lecture form. So you don't get these individual nuances that you see in American, American York, right. Freemasonry. American. American. So here's another one, a uh, different jurisdiction. Abraham at an again. Uh, Amishadai. Amishadai. Benjamin. Bezalel, Belshazzar, Jethro, Josephus, Jedediah, Zebulun, Zephaniah, Zedekiah. Hmm. I think those guys just want to be different. 
I'm sorry. You know, they pulled some <laughs> random Amisha die. I mean, he's mentioned once in the entirety of the body. And the only reason is because he's someone's dad. Like, you know, nothing about this, bro. So. Because he, <laughs> he was visiting Lodge. That's why. He's, yeah. he's somebody's dad. He had a freak out when somebody touched the thermostat. He gets his <laughs> name in the book. <clears throat> who, who opened that thatch? <laughs> Close the door. Oh, not heating the neighborhood. Not shading the outside. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, the uh, I can never keep a straight face with Jethro. It just whether it's the Jethro toll or it's freaking uh, um, you know some sort of hillbilly stuff. So- Is that yeah. even a biblical name? Is it? I don't know. Yes. Damn it. He was actually a really important dude. He was uh, he was Moses's father-in-law, so he was Moses's wife's dad. So he was the one who, when Moses, um, after he killed that uh, Egyptian soldier who was whooping on the the uh, Israelite slave, when he ran away, Jethro was the one that took him in. Um, you know, and then you know had the uh, spoiler alert told him that he was a Hebrew, and um, yeah. So Jethro was a big dude. So while we're we're going through this, you can see the wide range of names that get pulled from here, and it just it just makes me so curious. This is like a fantastic like Masonic research paper. Like if, if you are one of these jurisdictions and this sounds familiar, like where did that come from? When did that that name get collected and written down in your specific jurisdiction's ritual? Because and why? So, yeah, like it had to start somewhere. Some guy had to say, "Yeah, let's let's pick these names. Let's go with Jethro. <laughs> we don't have enough Jethros. Belshazzar. There we go. <laughs> it just it's so bizarre because, like like Joe said in the beginning, everything else is so symbolic, and then we just eh, let's pick some names and see what happens. If I ever get to pick the names, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna add in Jambi. From Huey's Playhouse. Mecca, Lekka, High. No, I'll be, yeah, it'll be Jombie and then Mecca and Lekka and High. <laughs> Harambe. Heine and Ho. Harambe. Yep. Harambe. Harambe. Uh, yeah. So, why do you think, like, as we kind of go through this and, and we look at some of the emulation ritual, which like honestly it's just wild to me uh when this stuff is delivered in this sort of story lecture format it's kind of awesome that way too but in this american style where these are plays that are happening i i guess i am curious like who decided you know what let's add in a whole thing like a roll call where there just isn't any of that mentioned other than like uh, Azariah, you'll call the role or whatever, you know, grand secretary, you'll call the role. Um, I just, it just feels weird. Like who did it, but I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I think too, what, what gets lost in the weeds here is, is number one, there's no consistency, right? For the most part, it's different in many places. And for me, that kind of bothers me because there's such an amazing symbolism around the number 12, right? There are 12 craftsmen. Um, 
And, you know, there are 12 signs in the Zodiac and 12 astrological signs. And there are 12 oxen around the molten pit in front of the temple. So there's 12 is everywhere. Um, and then we just randomly poop out 12 names because we don't care. Right. <laughs> just spin so, the wheel. Right. So that's, yeah, it kind of bothers me a little bit. Like why we're exactly. so focused on symbolism. Why are these things so arbitrary? Mm-hmm. Preston Webb, call us, tell us things. Mm-hmm. Ouija board. Desigulier would say, I traveled to Scotland and just copied what they did, went back and told them. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, so man. You found an interesting fact when you were digging up yours, Jason. Yeah. And so there are some jurisdictions, think, think like, you know, Scotland and others, um, where they don't have just one ritual and so there is there is a jurisdiction that uh has has multiple and wouldn't you know it the names don't line up at all interesting so within the same jurisdiction you can have different versions of the ritual yeah. And obviously that there's there's no similarity when those names come up. And they are they are entirely different. Like there's Wow. Yeah. So, you know, we we may have, you know, Daniel, Hanan, Hashum, Hezekiah, Hadiah, Joshua, Micah, Obadiah, Pashur, Rehum, Zachar, and Zadok. Zadok for the win. Uh, or you could have Abraham, Adoniram, Amishadai, Benjamin, Bezalel, Belshazzar, Jethro, Josephus, Jedediah, Zebulun, um, Zephaniah, and Zedekiah. Those are two separate jurisdictions, right? No. No, the same, same jurisdiction. jurisdiction. <laughs> like, could you imagine like going to a different degree or something and then saying that you're like, Wait a minute. That that sounds way off. Yeah. You're talking on mute. Uh, it was nothing of substance. I just said, well, yeah, what if you go to. <laughs> Damn it. And you muted me again. <laughs> Language. I said, I said, dang it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you did. I did. Edit it out and post. I'll give you something to post. <laughs> 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 all right uh let's move along uh jurisdiction number seven for like i don't know making it up for those counting or not counting we have aaron abraham adoniram benjamin ezekiel hezekiah isaac jacob joshua moses zabed of course and zedekiah again oh that's a nice mix of like forefathers a couple tribes and then you know some prophets thrown in for good measure right yeah probably i think the first one with ezekiel so far that we've noticed no can't possibly be the same one is what's your name 
Ezekiel! <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. No, we're not going to go any further in that. Not not on this show. I, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Man, that video, I, intro, that was that was a video that introduced me to TikTok. That was the first TikTok video I ever saw. I need you the to Ezekiel. send, I will send it to you. To yeah, I'm doing it now. Well, would you you um, got to do it like a, a Masonic. I have to do a Masonic so, roll call yes. version of that. When you guys were talking Screw about you, Ezra, when you guys were talking about like the the mix of names and the tribes and things, I was like, oh, what was I reading? Right. So it's interesting in that uh, in a part during the degrees, um, right? There's uh, how do you say it? Anyway, uh, three three folks are missing. Three folks are missing from the roll call. And um, we say something that I think a lot of jurisdictions say. I, I mean, I'm not going to even mention it. But here in this old, old stuff, they say they appear to be Edomites. Um, and then the 12, uh, they're asked by King, so uh, King Solomon, are you Edomites as well? Uh, who are supposed to be idle, rude, and quarrelsome. Uh, they say, nay, my lord, we are men of Gibal. So I wonder, like, Joe, in any of your biblical sort of, I don't know, journeys, like, is there any sort of interesting significance between Gibal and, and this idea of Edomites being, uh, uh, like, representative of uh, sort of mean or good natured or anything like that. So, um, am I on mute? No, I'm not on mute for change. So the Edomites, interestingly enough, were a tribe of people in the land of Canaan. They were not Hebrews. Um, and the Edomites were, um, it was a, a term used to describe, well, I guess they were, uh, Israelites and, and definitely Canaanites. Um, but they were always referred in the uh, scriptures as enemies of God. So when you see the Edomites being referred to, it's always the Israelites got to go beat up the Edomites because the Edomites are God's pissed at them again, or they've done something to offend God. So I can't think of, uh, and people in the chat, correct me. Um, I see Scott there. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I don't know if there's a positive mention of the Edomites as a people in the Old Testament. Because they're always getting their butts whipped because they offended somebody most cool, of the time. Cool. I think, yeah, that adds some really interesting context to some of these old, these older rituals. So thanks, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting you use that because I think in most other jurisdictions where I've seen a Master Mason degree, um, the workmen are always from Phoenicia. You know? Well, that's interesting. Because in my jurisdiction, they're from Tyre. Um, that's in Phoenicia. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, looking at my list, there is another jurisdiction that actually is an exact copy of another one. So, we do have at least... Does it have one of the names that upset me? Data points. Uh, no, it's actually the ones that... Um, aligned to the 12 tribes. So Ooh. they actually have it, not only the 12 tribes, but in the same order. So, yay. 
We have yeah, you. one one data point, or or specifically two data points, where they actually align out of all the jurisdictions. Yay! Yay! So uh, let's look at another one. So this seventeenth uh, one is Abraham, Enoch, Amos, Benjamin, Daniel, Elisha, Isaac, Joab, Levi. And Jacob, Nathan, and Samuel. Anytime you say Amos, I immediately go to, what are you looking at? I don't get the reference. Okay. Neither do I. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, but we have Enoch, though. Which excites Joe, because Joe likes... Which one? Wh- which one? There was more than one Enoch. It's, it's obviously the cool one, because they put it in the ritual. Okay, that's fine. Well, because one was a son of Cain, right? And he had to have been a d bag, right? Like you can't, he couldn't have been cool at all. Yeah, not so. Yes, yeah. Then you have cool Enoch that didn't die, but got the magic Star Trek transported to heaven. Um, Yeah, and he lived for three hundred sixty-five years. All right, Scott Sharma for the win. The Bible clearly states that Edomites were descendants of Esau. Thank you, Scott. They were warlike and adulterous superstitious proud cruel and vindictive so basically all around jerks new yorkers boom i'm walking here (laughs) all right so again and and the way elisha spelled here is not i would assume it's elijah but it's spelled with an sh so you know how you know people have transliterated this stuff from from hebrew um but I would assume that's the, the prophet Elijah, but you know what happens when you assume. In the words of Michael Clark Duncan, you make an ass out of yourself. Was <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. that from Slamming Salmon? Hey, meat drapes. <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Next up. So this jurisdiction is kind of fascinating. So jurisdiction number 21, we have Ahab, (laughs) we have Ahab, Benjamin, Caleb, Daniel. Notice no pause. Uh, We went went to a group of four there. Ahab, Benjamin, Caleb, Daniel, Abel, Barak, Elam, Gideon, and finally Aaron, Ephraim, Hadad, and Levi. Rando, which depending on how loose your lodge or district instructor of work is in that area, uh, it was also informed that sometimes they might just replace the candidate's name for one of these names because it's a role of craft and the names don't mean anything. The names are made up and points don't matter. So, hey, why don't we actually have actual people's names as we're doing a role of the craft because we're literally doing a role of the craft true well interesting for this one because yeah yeah thank you scott um another thing which i know scott's typing right now probably is ahab was a bad dude um he was an evil king so you know we've got i don't think we were when when people were picking these names they weren't picking like super positive role models for people Because these are supposed to be names of members of the craft, so they should be just an upright people, obviously. 
but not always. All right, so who pulled from a 1930s resource here? Because someone has an unknown, but from F. Oh, that was that was me. Yep, that was a, yeah. I, the book, it's beautiful ritual, um, but it doesn't tell us where it's from. <laughs> and only almost a hundred years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to read those then? Uh, I would if I didn't close it. So feel free to butcher these other Hebrew names. That's that's what I do best. <laughs> Uh, You're very good at it. Amos, Caleb, Ezra, Joshua, Hezekiah, Nathan, Samuel, Isaiah, Aholia, and Gideon, Haggai, Daniel. Yep. So a couple new names thrown in there in the mix. Mm. Holy people, holy people, you know, they did things. I mean, we've got a smattering of prophets, kings, judges, a little bit of everything. So really like, whiny I go, guy. Like, like I'm channeling my inner Robert Johnson. My data analyst brain is like, okay, so if we put all these in a spreadsheet, did some pivot tables, right, to look at the common, like which ones are the most common? <laughs> yes, Captain Ahab. Joe, you got to it before you, I could. You, you <laughs> actually, uh, <clears throat> I did in our Google sheet. I, I, I am compiling something in sheet two. Oh, nice. Actually, I just wanted to know, like. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, more to come. More to Let's come. Say, I say I I could count on you to be the the data analyst for this because uh what yeah, are there patterns? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, oh, gosh, this this like takes me down another rabbit hole. One thing I've always wanted to do uh is track colonial Freemasonry in America, like ha- these grand lodges that constituted other grand lodges and how they're where their lineage came from as well as like how their ritual came from. Right. So there's been a couple of, of like diagrams that have tried to illustrate that, but they're, you know, they're okay. But, you know, if you're getting your ritual from someone else, you would assume it's mostly the same or, you know, it's influenced by. And so like, I just, I think it'd be so cool to track these to see uh, because some of the ones that actually, I'll just flat out say, in the data we, we were able to collect for today's show, the ones that actually use the 12 tribes of Judah are actually regionally very close to each other. Mm. Uh, so is that a coincidence or is that mm. because of how these jurisdictions grew and evolved over the past, you know, 250, 300 years in, in America? So, well, to, I mean, to that point, that's super interesting because if we're going to talk about colonial Freemasonry, even then it was still wild West. I mean, look at Virginia, you know, I mean, that's, that's one I can speak the most about. Um, not to say it's our favorite, but um, Virginia had Scottish lodges, had Irish lodges, had English lodges. So, you know, you had all yep. these different sources for Freemasonry. And at some point in time, you know, after we kicked out the UK and decided to do our own thing, um, I guess we decided on something common, right? Because we already had so many different influences to start with. Uh, Massachusetts is another one, right? And right, all yeah. these places that had lodges that were sourced in different places where Freemasonry came from. Um, yeah, I, it must be a nightmare to track it all back. Yeah. And, and uh, Paul Bessel, the 
OG Masonic data scientist. Yes, he he did. He did a lot of hard work to put that uh, GeoCities website up because that was uh, very valuable. Um, and I know a couple of years ago they were it like went offline, and some people chipped in some bucks to get the the website back up and running. Bessel.org, if it even still exists, I haven't checked in a while. I'm getting a Cloudflare error. Ooh. But it's definitely on the Wayback Machine. Um, That's true. As well. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I know, like, uh, specifically, like Joe was saying, like the Grand was formed by uh, five separate Grand Lodges. Uh, the, the, the actual specific local lodges that formed to form the Grand Lodge of Virginia was actually formed by or, you know, chartered by at least five other Grand Lodge jurisdictions. So it's kind of interesting. All right. Let's see. What else do we have here? So we got the, uh, the 1931. All right. Moving right along. We do have another one that uh, uses the 12 tribes of Judah, it looks like. No, it doesn't. No. So let's let's go down this one. Um, it looked like it until I started to see Manasseh show up. And this one says, this is uh, number 24, for those keeping track. Reuben, Simeon, Gad, Ephraim, Manasseh, Benjamin, Dan, Asher, Naphtali, Judah, Issachar, Zebulun. So, in, so yeah, interesting. Like we had mentioned, Joseph pissed off his dad, so <laughs> broke up his land, and gave it to two other dudes named Ephraim and Manasseh. And Manasseh was actually one of the largest pieces of land in the nation of Israel when it was a kingdom. Um, pretty big. But um, not the same as the King Manasseh that we see in the Bible, who was a terrible dude. Um, so, hopefully, my lodge was not named after that dude, because he sucks. I just assumed it was, so. You would think, but no. <laughs> if it wasn't, it is now. <laughs> well, I'm lapel pins made. <laughs> it's a grumpy ass dude. That's, see, yeah, you know, not many Masonic lodges can say they got like the OG grumpy past master. And then, um, then looks like last on our research, uh, a few of these again, uh, I neglected to add that we did find some monitorial books, but they either say the role is called, but no names verbally called, or, you know, it's not listed. So we have to use a little bit of our imagination there to see like, if they don't have it, but they say we, they call a craft. Then it's left up to, you know, the committee on work for that jurisdiction to say, well, do you just make up names? Do you do nothing? Do you just go through the Do motions? they keep it in a little card in the secretary's desk? You know, like a little secret, secret index card. Do you, do you say, hey, let's call a roll of the craft. Okay, we called a roll of a craft. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. So we do have a few of those, uh, but obviously we couldn't list those because there's nothing to list. Um, and then I believe it was Robert who looked into some of the, what do you call them? The Ro Okay. What are these books? Ronanes. Ronanes. Thank you. R-O-N-A-Y-N-E. 
Yeah. <laughs> I just pull names from a hat. Good call. Here. There, within those books, there's literally, uh, they give the same exact. I don't to hell with it. Uh, they give the same exact roll call that Illinois uses in the official um, stuff and things. Stuff and things. <clears throat> yeah, and um, it's really well, interesting so because Ezra Cook was publishing out of Chicago. Um, it was, I mean, seriously. Everybody had, everybody used Ronane's, uh, Ezra Cook's, uh, expose. Uh, that's, that was for all intents and purposes, the ritual Illinois used. Like without a doubt, it's there's like no changes. But I mean, instead maybe, of Zedekiah, I see a Tedekiah. <laughs> is that a, is that a typo or are you just playing with me? Is it in the sh- screenshot I sent you? Uh, let me check. Because I didn't or, type it up. I, or, I did, type. or did John fail at reading for the 10th uh, time tonight? I probably... No, no. It's literally Tebulum, Tephaniah, <laughs> Tedekiah. But that it's also... made up. It's also the book that says some scriptural names and then gives yeah. examples, you know? Tedekiah. We don't have Tedekiah. <laughs> Zedekiah's like less famous brother. <laughs> yeah. Like the ugly, the ugly brother. Yeah. The one he left at home. Well, Tedekiah over there, just throw him a <laughs> steak and a cup of water. Oh, poor <laughs> Milk steak. Because uh, on that list, you have Abraham, Adoniram, Amishadai, Jethro, Josephus, Jediah, Benjamin, Bezalel, Belshazzar, Tebulim, Tephaniah, and Tedekiah. Can I just say I'm very disappointed that a zero fail doesn't show up anywhere in this list or in these lists. That, that who does it? That's a, that's a good omens reference. Uh, good omens reference. I thought it was like a He's the angel cake. who guarded the uh, Garden of Eden after Adam and Eve got kicked out. Nice. I need to catch up with my good man's like you guys are just not and get not getting any of my references. That's tonight. like swing and a miss. Like it's like two or three in a row. I got one. No, that's that's fair, Joe. You're doing better than the rest of the guys. Thank you. Right. What's your name? <laughs> well, uh, we are at that time. Uh, we did not you know, cover all jurisdictions. We only got up to 47. So I'm sure there's more jurisdictions that we could get to later. Um, and if you, if you were counting, it's not 47, but somewhere between <laughs> zero and 47. Uh, but it proves our point. 47 is a problem. <laughs> it is. We, uh, it, it's enough data here to say there's something uh, you going could. on. I got it. I got that okay. reference because it wasn't a good, good omens reference. Yeah. Um, yeah, it shows that there's enough of a, a difference that there's a lot more research that could be done here. And like, where do these come from? And so... Um, what does it mean? What, what does, does it mean? mean? We have to go deeper. So the final question of the night is an easy one. If you were to add one name, if you could add one name 
to the role of the craft that, that's called. And you can have this for funny reasons, for symbolic reasons. Um, what would you pick and why? Okay, so you have the you have the power to add a name, you know, to replace a name on one, some of these lists. What would you add and why? Let's go with Jason. I mean, I already said a zero fail, right? You did. Um, it was a good one. If I if I could add any non angelic name, um, mm. J- Jason's a good name. Jason is a biblical name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I would say. Uh, Aaron. No, Aaron is, is in one of the jurisdictions. In least. one of them, but you'd want to make sure it's there. Okay. Yeah. I think I think Aaron's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't show up in many. I think he was only listed in one that I'm skimming through right now. Yeah. If our data scientist here is calculating these things up. Um, yes, it looks like Aaron only shows up in one. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Let's make that more widespread. Good call. Uh, I'll give our data scientists more time. Joe Martinez. Too easy. Um, so I would replace Gad because I hate that name. Um, that's just a rough name, like Gad, you know. Um, and I would replace it with, uh, and I'm stealing from Jason because I thought it was fabulous. But I think in a hundred years from now, it'll be glorious if people are saying this name, Harambe. So <laughs> how about Gad? <laughs> For Harambe, you know, it's 21, 23, and people are doing the Master Mason degree, and they call out Harambe, and we just all roll over in our graves with laughter. So Nice. Yep. Good call. Go Harambe. Nice. Okay, over to you, Robert. Uh, well, first, I'll just say that, <clears throat> excuse me, even though we had all of those names, uh, when you remove duplicates, it was still 82 unique values. Wow. That's fascinating. It's annoying. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so also the most common across all of them is Benjamin. Benjamin appears in 11 different lists. Um, and at, at first glance, I really thought it was going to be like, Moses or something because I thought that would just appear more since it's a more popular name, but it wasn't. Uh, so in terms of uh, a name that I guess I would uh, I would toss in, um, I think it would be really cool to see some of the archangel names uh, go in. I just I think it'd be yeah. neat. So like you know, and I really I'm not. Michael. Yeah, Michael or Gabriel or like, or, but yeah, I mean, even if Leonardo, <laughs> the patron saint of pizza, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, like, of course, uh, you know, there's going to be people out there that are like, well, then, you know, it's a slippery slope. People are going to be like, you know, Samael and, you know, all these other ones. But, you know, really, um, I think those are interesting enough 
um, they hold huge prominence, you know, at least in a very much a similar way, but and they're still kind of, uh, I mean, they're still Old Testament, you know, it's not, it's not jumping into the good news. So yeah, any of like the angelic names I think would be really cool. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. I was going to go with, um, kind of like the, the various names of God, right. In, in the Bible, that's another, cause uh, he's called by many names. So that would be really easy to pick your top 12. Uh, would you be, would you be painting God as a conspirator in that case? Though? Oh, no, not at all. Okay. No, just a member of the craft because oh, he creates. Yes. So, uh, let's see. And just, you know, because why not, uh, to go with, with, uh, Joe's Harambe reasoning. Hey, if I get to create the ritual, I'm going to put my name in there. My name's a biblical name, right? John, Jonathan or Yah Natan, which in Hebrew means God's gift. So since I'm, I usually add to women on the side. And only God's gift. God's gift. <laughs> so that would be, that would be an easy one to slip into the, uh, like, we saw Nathan a couple times on the lists, uh, but why not, why not Joe Nathan as well? So that's my thought. Uh, really fascinating research. Again, I'm really surprised it took, you know, many, many years uh, and many jurisdictions to, to realize what a strange discrepancy we have in this uh, seemingly simple part of our ritual. But, you know, the ritual changes and it, you know, what's going to happen, John, what's that at the next conf- North American conference of grandmasters, <laughs> they're going to establish that a solid list of 12 fellow crafts be standardized across the board. And if you they're know what? not, then you if lose they, recognition. If they, and then they're going to reprint the ancient landmarks that are not ancient. Say, came out in thank you. That's right, maybe. As soon as they get the landmarks <laughs> steady, then we'll work on that list of names. So uh, yeah. it's a safe thing. Hey, you know what? I just discovered that's really cool. Really quick landmarks. If you guys are interested in like, uh, a side-by-side kind of comparison, a comparison to some of the landmarks. Henry Coyle's encyclopedia is like fantastic. Nice. Mm. Anyway, well, there you go. That's all I got. Awesome. Well, hey, super cool episode. Uh, hopefully, you guys use this as a jumping-off point and look into your jurisdiction and see where those names lie. I want to thank you all very much for watching, and we'll see you next week. Keep searching for more light. Have a good night.